Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Light of the World Christian Tabernacle International Noonday Bible Study. We welcome you on behalf of our co-founder, Archbishop E. W. Smith, and our senior pastor, Pastor Oshabar Hartman and Lady E. and the old girl. We greet you in the mighty name of Jesus. We are thankful to God for another day that he spared our lives, another day he had kept us. In spite of what the devil wanted to do, we're still here. And we thank him, we give him praise, we give him honor, and we give him glory. And we will bless his name today because he is worthy to be praised. From the rising of the sun to the going down to the same, and I don't know about you, but I will bless the Lord at all times. His praises shall continually to be in my mouth. Hallelujah. We again are in Romans, the 10th chapter. We're about to finish that. Amen, and, and uh, we are thankful to God for give us, giving us understanding and clarity on the Word of God. And before we get started, uh, we'll have a word of prayer, and then we will have a song, and we'll go forth with the Word. Amen, amen. Come on, give God's glory and praise and uh, honor. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, and we bless thank you, Lord. and honor thank God. We give you glory, Lord God, for who you are, Lord, and Father, we come right now, Lord God, surrendering ourselves and to you, Lord, because, Lord God, you are our joy, you are our healer, you are our deliverer, Lord. So we give honor to you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah, hallelujah for your anointing. We thank you for your power, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God, for speaking to our hearts and our minds, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for helping us to rise up out of our bed on today, Lord God. Close in our right minds, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord God, for helping us to keep our minds steadfast on you, God. We thank you, Lord God, for our church and our church family. Thank you for our leaders, Lord. Thank you for all the members, Lord God. Thank you for our association. Uh, Lord God, thank you, Lord God. We bless your name, God. We thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. That the earth is yours and the fullness of the world and they that dwell therein and everything belongs to you, Lord. So, Father, whatever we stand in need of, Lord, we know that you got it. So, Father, we come forth right now praying, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. That you will send forth your healing power. Hallelujah. For anyone that is going to serve you, Lord God, today, tomorrow, next year, God, whenever, Lord God, we are praying for your your hands of protection will be upon them, oh God. We thank you, Lord God, for Sister Ali and her niece, her family member, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, hallelujah, right now, Lord God, that you send forth your healing power right now. Hallelujah, Lord. And God, we believe it. We believe it. We believe it is done. Hallelujah. We believe it is done. It's successful surgery. Oh, God. So, Father, we thank you for it, Lord. And we give you all the glory for it. And we give you all the praise for it, Lord. And give us great faith that we have believed, Lord God. That as we have prayed, God, we can stand on the prayer. Hallelujah. We can trust you, God. You are going to do it, God. So, God, we thank you, Lord, God, for great faith. Hallelujah, right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord Hallelujah. Thank you for the word that you have brought on today, Lord. Thank you, Lord Thank you for the word, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 
that is standing before you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Proclaiming your word, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Thank you, Lord. We give you praise Thank and you, Lord we give Jesus. you honor Thank in you, Lord Jesus' Jesus. name. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Give praise, give honor. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. I'm no longer a slave to Hallelujah, but we thank God today 
for you, you, and especially you being here today. Those of you online, we thank God for you. Thank God for those that you in the building. Amen. We are so grateful for an opportunity just to come and share and study, amen, and receive the word of God to see what God wants to tell us in this day and time. Now, we are in Romans, the text chapter, and Paul is talking to this church at Rome where we know that they have two sects of people in that church. We have a set of Romans, I mean, a, a set of Gentiles and a set of Jews, but, but they're now all believers. They're all believers. But their background and some of their traditions are based on their ethnicity. <laughs> and so we all can can uh, 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 relate to us being influenced by our ethnicity. In certain things, we all are subject to that, and so so we can't look at the, this church and say, "Hey, y'all need to get get out of yourself and that kind of stuff," because we all have that. But Paul is stressing to them about the righteousness of Jesus, and that we can't earn it; it is a gift of God. And uh, he began to tell them that um, that this righteousness is offered to you. And he started out the chapter, you know, with the earnest prayer and really a, a, a supplication about how the Jews rejected Jesus. And he, he was so uh, uh, burdened by it, and he began to just lay it out how we can obtain the righteousness of God. And it ain't about the rituals that we do. It ain't about the things that we, that we, we uh, go about doing and think uh, church attendance can't get you right. Uh, uh, Paying your tithes can't get you. Uh, the finished work on the cross of Jesus Christ is what makes us right with God. And so he began to tell them that, listen, you can't go up into heaven and bring Jesus back down or go under the earth. You can't do all these things to try to make Jesus do this work all over again because when he got on the cross, he said, it is finished. So his work was complete. And so uh, he's, he's telling them now, we want you to know that uh, uh, it is not what you do, but it's the word of faith that's now you even in your mouth. And said, if you confess the Lord Jesus uh, uh, with your mouth and believe in your heart, you shall be saved. You will now be right with God. And so it ain't about uh, uh, where you were born or who you were born to, but it's about accepting, confessing the Lord Jesus. And we, we talked about how that confession is that you finally realize that you got caught. <laughs> you finally realize that when you heard the word of God, you realize that you are sinners. And you need this, this to be saved, and the only person who can save you is Jesus. Amen. You finally come to the, the realization that, listen, all the stuff I've been trying to get around, to get around to, to, to be free, uh, ain't doing it. You tried the women, you tried the liquor, tried the cigarettes, tried all these other things to get free, and it didn't do it. Try to go to church, try to do all these things, and still it couldn't do it. But now here is the solution. 
And so I must confess, <laughs> I'm a sinner, need to be saved. So until we get to the place where we confess that we are sinners, there is no salvation. Even AA believes that. Because the first thing you do in AA is say what? I am an alcoholic. I am a, a drug addict. You have to admit. So admission is the first step. And then you got to believe. And then you confess. So that's ABC. Y'all got that? Admit, believe, and confess. ABC. And so Paul did that in Romans 10, 9 and 10. Right? And so he began to tell them that this, this is where uh, your righteousness is. And then he began to go on and say, listen, now you know the core thing is to confess, but then you got and then call, and those who call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. But how can you call on somebody you don't know? <laughs> and then how you gonna know unless somebody tells you? And how that person gonna tell you unless they be sent? And so it all works together, but it's by the power of the Holy Ghost. And so God has to send them with the word of faith so you can receive it. Mm-hmm. And so he began to just tell them that, you know, he began to go back again on, on how the Jews rejected the finished work on the cross that Jesus did. And we talk about how the women at the well accepted and then the Pharisees didn't. Mm-hmm. And we know Nicodemus came by night, and, uh, but he didn't fully get it till later on. And so even the learned people, the more... Affluent people, the more people who knew so much about the law, still rejected Jesus. And this little lady, who wasn't supposed to be nobody, because they didn't even mention her name. <laughs> that's a woman of Samaria. That's all. And that's all they. That's all they say. But she believed. And you know, you know, the, the end of the story. She said, "Come to your name." So that's how we we should be. And so we we at now uh, uh, Rome 10, Romans the tenth chapter, and we're gonna finish uh, with verse twenty and twenty one, and uh, um, so we we have to know that the finished work of the cross is our salvation, not what we do. But once you believe, it's gonna change your behavior. Once you got the Holy Ghost, your behavior, what you do will change. But what you do won't save you. <laughs> so they're going to put the horse before the cart, my mama said. So we'll, we'll start with um, verse 20 and 21. And we'll start with Elder Heath since he was giving you a lot. Verse Romans 10. Verse 20 and 21, final two verses of this text. Reading from the New American Standard. And Isaiah, and, um, and Isaiah is very bold and says, I was found by those who did not seek me. I became manifest to those who did not ask for me. But as for Israel, mm. he says, all the day long, I have stretched out my hand oh my to God. a disobedient Jesus. and obstinate people. Wow. Mm-hmm. Amen. Whew. Oh, my God. 
know, all the other stuff in it was good. What stuck out to me was um, how, how patient the Lord is, how patient God is, mm. because, you know, what he, what he did, because he said, all day long, mm. which is, is a terminology yeah. that's been like, for a long time, I've been, you know, falling and waiting on you. Wow, wow. Okay. Anybody else? Well, again, uh, when, when, as soon as I, I uh, read this and was studying on this, I thought about the prodigal son. Mm. That the father, when he was on his way home, the father saw him a far off and went to greet him. And so this is the parable that Jesus is talking about, right? So now he's, 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 he's uh, uh, repeating what Isaiah said, that God is he's patiently waiting on us. He knew you're wrong. He knew you need him. And, 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 and the prodigal son's uh, 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 parable is that this boy told his daddy, I wish you were there. Give him my inheritance. That means the only time I get my inheritance is if you're there. So I, I want my inheritance. So instead of his daddy, he didn't even question the boy. He didn't even try to change his mind. He didn't try to do anything. He just gave him stuff and let him go. But he waited on him to come home. <laughs> and so when the boy finally came to his sense, they, the, 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 the parable says that the father saw him a father. So how many days was the boy gone? I don't know. How many days was the father out there waiting? That's the real story. How long was he just waiting? And so God is do the same thing God. I mean, we try everything. We know we heard the words when it was we were a kid and when we were younger, and we say, I mean, let me say, that. I said, I'm going to wait till I get 65. When I finish and do every damage I can do, then I'm going to get sad. You know what my mama told me? You know, you were too old to come to you. But these were my thoughts. And I thought it made sense. So now I'm saying it now, it sounds so crazy. <laughs> like I know I'm gonna live to be sixty-five, right? And so, so we, we when we are, 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 are blinded, we say some stuff, and we can lose some stuff. And really, and we hear after you got some wisdom, you say, "Lord, I was that was the stupidest thing you could say." But that's how we live our lives. Like we got a whole lot of time left, so we can play around and do what we need to do. And don't get straight and let's, let's surrender ourselves to God and let him, let him work through it. And so uh, Paul is saying that, y'all Jews, this is not something new in our days. It's been said about you guys. Long time ago, my, all our ancestors went through the same thing where they rejected God. God was providing for them. I mean, sending man out of heaven and quails. Providing water when they were doing all these things for them, and guess what they said? We want to be like other nations. Give us a king. They had somebody greater than a king 
But because, I mean, they were not satisfied. Rejecting God and said they prefer a, a, a person just like this. That's some crazy stuff. How you want somebody just like you, your same uh, 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 ability and lack of ability to be over you? When you have an almighty God who has proven himself. I mean, he made a highway out of a sea, out of ocean. Brought you across on dry land. See, Pharaoh and his army drowned. And I wish to hear the song and try to figure out what that means. Oh, Mary, don't you weep, don't you mourn? Pharaoh's armies are drowned. <laughs> Go ahead. Destroys us. 
when God is trying to give us something that's going to help us to live, to really live, when we think, oh, I'm enjoying myself, but on the other hand, you, you're killing yourself, thank God. Yeah, I think, too, in, in relation to his thought, and I don't know how young he was, young, but I think because young people think material things last forever, <laughs> so he went off with all this pile of money and thinking this is going to last mm-hmm. forever and ever because at home, the money was lasting. All the good stuff kept coming in. <laughs> but he didn't realize that the dad kept replenishing right, right. what he had in his work response whatever it was that bought in the income. And he's just going off saying, I got all, all this money. He thought it was going to last forever. So he kept lasting forever at home. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He, he found out the hard way, didn't he? You know what he's so sad? He's Yes, yes. I remember my mother used to set things to me and I'm not talking about it. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. We, we know, we know, we, we know. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I used to get my mother set on me. And then when I went and did what she told me, not me. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Yeah, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh huh. Oh yeah, I remember them days. And and the the, the problem is the situation is the Jews didn't learn. <laughs> you know, time after time they would rebel and God would put them in captivity. And then they would repent. And then, oh, God, we love you. Oh, yeah. Then he would set them free. Then they would go back again to do it. I mean, oh, it's, it's, I mean, just recycling over and over. And, and, and so Paul, again, is, is even, even though it happened way back, you guys are still in the same place. Centuries later, you're still doing the same thing. And so, so uh, uh, we have to be careful that we don't repeat some of the same things that we've been set free from. But isn't that why in Deuteronomy that the law had to do, that he had to give it all over to the new generation? Yeah. Mm-hmm. After a while, if you don't keep the curse before your generation, you know, in the next, then it will be forgotten. They won't know. And just, uh, just like Israel, you know, if uh, my grandparents and my parents didn't get some of it, you know, uh, uh, so, so a remnant can hold on and carry something. We are actually seeing it, but uh, um, our evil and wrong. Mm-hmm. And I think, too, it's still a circle. Yeah. But we mm-hmm. want the circle to change, not to be broken. It's <laughs> a circle of what God is doing mm-hmm. passed on from generations. Because if it falls out of their ears, little by little, and then your mama stops going to church and talk about how your grandmother did and, and then she don't go, you don't go, you need somebody to say, well, we didn't go there, but then now this child, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what I see, you know what I see out of that? Oh, my God. What? Yes, um, yes. Paul is telling them that, look, before the plan was, you had to rehearse. You had to hear what happened. You have to, you have to go through that. You have to keep it fresh, right? And so, if you didn't hear, 
if you didn't go to the temple, if you didn't do all these things, you going to dwindle away. But he's telling them now, Jesus has got a perfect plan for you. You don't have to go to get it. Oh, my God. He said, it's in your mouth. It's it's now the Holy Spirit is in you. You don't have to go to where to get it. If if you need knowledge, you don't have to go where to get it. You can get it. And so this plan is so much better than the old plan. How come you only adjusted to the good plan? This is so great that now if you don't go to the temple and offer your sacrifice, that then you have no atonement. But now you have the Holy Ghost within you that you can come before the throne of God right now wherever you are. Don't you see this great salvation? Don't you see this great plan that God has for you? He, I mean, even though he made it better, you still reject Because back then you had to do something. You had to go to the temple. You had to offer sacrifice. You have to do all this. You have to remember which law you done broke. <laughs> you ought to add it. So now it's 600 and some uh, uh, different laws. You got to try to remember which one you broke. And go and offer but now this plan, you don't have to do that. And y'all still don't want Conversation, please press one on your phone and we'll bring you live. We're on the last two verses of this chapter. Please press one so we can hear what you have to say. We want to hear, we want to hear about it. And so, so Paul is distressing them. You are, yes, that's why Jesus brought the parable up. If you are just like the prodigal son, God came to you, you are special in his eyesight, you are you are his child, and you rebel and you want to go. Want something else other than God. And isn't that something that we want something other than God? Wow. The one who holds the world in hand. The one who who protects us even when we don't even know we need protection. And we want somebody we want a a a, a thing that we can't even uh, 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 that can't do nothing for it. And so Paul is really uh, uh, sad about the Jews' state of affairs, how they do not accept, the hard to accept. We, we pray that, and he's trying to stress to these uh, uh, Jews in this Roman church 
that don't get sidetracked with what you what what the Old Testament is saying. Don't get locked into that because now there's a new plan that is the word of faith. And faith is not what you see. And like you say, that's what messes up. But we got to see that. Amen? So, that ends chapter 10. <laughs> ends chapter 10. So, those of you online, please press 1 if you, if you can uh, uh, be a part of this. So, I, I made some outline for uh, chapter 11. Uh, so before we get into it, we, we can know what context we're, we're going to be in discussing. Paul's overview, the wisdom, overviews the wisdom of God and Israel's future restoration. So that's what chapter 11 is mainly about. And so you, talk, you broke it into a couple of portions. And so um, the first one is this future, rest, this future restoration is a Assured because Israel's present rejection is not total. Isn't that something? That even though we are choose to reject God, that's not the end of it. He, we still got hope. Oh, my goodness. I mean, the rejection is ours. But God still has a way of escape for us. What a mighty God we serve. And so... The first part is the faction of, of Israel. You know, there's a, there's a uh, majority group and a minority group. And um, then the fullness of the Gentiles. So he, he also addressing the Jews and the Gentiles in this because those are the members of the church. And so the uh, future of the restoration is assured because Israel's present rejection is not final. Now, what's the difference between not total, and not fine. We'll, we'll get into that. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's see what that, what that really looks like. Mm-hmm. What is total and what is not what is not total and what is not fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because um, our pastor um, has said, let us get back to the basics. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't know if he really knows how deep that is to say, let's get back to the basics. Because really, I think he's he feeling like he's talking about let's get back to the basics, evangelistical. I don't know. But I'm just saying, let me tell you. And if he's feeling like all basics, then part of it, I'm thinking about what you said, that he um, and what we teach uh, is that the world is going straight. Not trying to find out who Jesus is. And so in the household, if the mother is not going to church, not teaching the child away, not giving them the laws of um, thou shalt not, those things. If we are not teaching those things in the church as our youth come into the church, if we are not teaching those things in the in the assembly of, of the adults, if we don't continue to teach those things, if we 
uh, continue to keep uh, prosperity and all of this, uh, but don't deal with thou shall not steal, thou shall not steal, thou shall not covet, thou shall not commit adultery, thou shall not fornicate. These are things that, um, these are basic things. And those basic things are the things that is going to help us get to where we need to be. But if we kind of like to get the basics, <laughs> then we start acting like the world. See, we as, as, as mature individuals who know the Lord can begin to act like the world because we forget the basics. Now, we think we're above now the basics. We can go on and do whatever, you know, and get by with it. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, we don't get by with anything. Mm-hmm. God sees everything. Mm-hmm. And so that's when we come in contact with men and as women, we are mature, and we come in contact and God gives us that open door to minister to young people. That's when we need to giving them some information that's solid. Basic, like pastor saying, basic. We got to get back to the basics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A building is only as strong as the foundation, mm-hmm. and that's why if they're building, the, the higher the building is, the deeper the foundation has to be. Yes, it's good. <laughs> and so, so basic is the foundation. If you don't have that, you're in bad shape, because uh, Jesus said if you won't build your house on on a rock. Mm-hmm. And build it on sand. When the storms of life come, it's gonna crumble. And we know storms are coming. We ain't say if they come. We say when they come. <laughs> and and you know about this gospel. Uh, uh, there's no hidden stuff. Jesus said right out, many are the affliction of the righteous. <laughs> he didn't say. And and so we we should never pre- preach to anybody who we want to get saved, that your trouble's going to be over once you get saved. That's it. That's it. <laughs> the Bible tells us that many, <laughs> anything, a few, <laughs> it would just say, you know, a couple, couple times you're going to get a little, no, it says many. Yeah. And then in the book of Job says, man born of a woman is what? Is what? Oh. <laughs> So, so we we should know that stuff's gonna come, but he says, don't 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 you don't you lose heart because I have overcome the world. So be of good cheer. We don't have to we don't have to let these things get us down because he has already conquered everything that we want to. Yeah, I like what you said about the foundation, the higher the building, the deeper the foundation. You know, the root of the tree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But I think the foundation, too, uh, you need to check and see, uh, you know, like they have this leveler. I guess that's not a trial leveler, but um, back in the world, they were talking about a plumb line. Plumb line. Plumb line. Mm-hmm. But uh, you need the leveler, so you put the foundation. You've got to see that it is on point and level, besides some people's foundation. Mm. They lean on the one side. And so that's why I know a lot of churches 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And the thing is, you have to Show us our 
foundation got to be level with God, not what we feel, not what we want to do. Even though he was God, he could have said, well, I, today I feel like I, I'm going to just, I'm going to just make you whole. But he says, just thou be made. Yeah. He asked the question. He didn't just bow God on him and say, behold. No. They asked. He asked him, do you want to be made whole? So he did not put him upon himself. He always submitted to God. And so that our example Person, I want to do that thing here. And those are on the line, so I'll 
we have a solid foundation. We know it's all with you. But Bishop Jimmy Archbishop Jimmy and Pastor Ruth took on this work and they set a solid foundation. And with that, with the prayer, with the deacon, with the minister, all it is just a solid foundation even the believers. They had to do their thing too. Pray, teach, learn, learn for themselves what they should or should not be doing. And so if we was on a solid foundation. Other than that, we were there as a church. Right before our own eyes, we were there. But yes, yes, we was on a solid foundation. Like the world is a good example of solid foundation. The thing is is that we need to begin to pull in the like the people, the ministers and the other ministries in the church we need to pull together and begin to build a little bit more than what we've been doing because the pandemic came on. And we can't talk about the pandemic no more. We cannot be talking about the pandemic anymore. It's time to stop talking about the pandemic. Really. And we need to get to what God has called us to do. And we already have that kind of foundation. Online that has your hand up, um, the Elder Davis, you're, you're uh, not Davis, um, Lewis, you're, you're live, live on the air. Hey, good evening. Uh, good evening. Good afternoon, <laughs> everyone. <laughs> Listen, uh, uh, I just wanted to say uh, real quick that you know a house is not built except with a foundation. And even in our lives, if we don't have a foundation, we're not going to be able to stand. Because you even think about bridges and the tall skyscrapers, they have a solid foundation. And, and you know, as a child, when we're born, uh, the teachings that we get as we're growing up, those are foundational uh, moments and times of, of learning so that it establishes us to be who we are. So when, and especially in things of God, so that when the things, when the world comes at us with something contrary uh, to what God is, that foundation is going to help us to stand. And there is just no way in times like these that a person can, can, can live without God. Now, there are people who are, and there are people who do, but I can promise you one thing, their life is probably very chaotic. So. Amen. That is awesome. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. That we don't allow that foundation to shift what God is, what God's word is saying. Because, yeah. like you say, if the, if the building starts shifting, the foundation starts shifting, the building starts yeah. swaying. So, you don't want to do that. You want to be level. No, not too heavy on one side, not too heavy on the other. You want to be level. And so uh, that, that's, that's what we really have to, have to do. And so um, 
I might have to leave. I got in the uh, theater. Uh, guys, they count for me. I'm going to get out of here, and my wife is going to finish. So uh, we thank God for this word, and y'all have a great day. Okay. Praise God. We just give God the glory and honor. We thank him for all that he has done today. I'm going to have to come this going like this. But anyway, um, time for us to go back. But I do want to say that we need to be praying that um, our young people and our uh, young folks between the ages of um, uh, probably 20 and 35, uh, that that we, they will be able to really read the word and get the word and listen to the word and then start doing the word so that they can be solid, be solid, be solid. Because right now, uh, what I see is a lot of times the young people and and really, they're not young people. They they old. They mature adults now. Uh, that's just doing, you know, doing their own thing and not thinking about God. They got to do that, like what yeah. Pastor Butterfield said uh, when he was young. He said, "Let me just do all the things I want to do, and then when I get uh, to a certain age, then I get born again." Um, there, that that thinking probably is in the mind of a lot of people these days. I never was in that that mind. I never, I never was in that mind. So, um, so I don't know. Maybe it was because of my parents or whatever. But I always wanted to know who the Lord was. I wanted to know who Jesus was. Who is he? I want him. I mean, maybe it was just because I've seen it in them, so I wanted to be like them, you know. Um, but let's let's just um, pray for our young people because it is real. Because if you don't have someone teaching you the right thing, the right thing, you are going in a direction that God don't want you to go. You've got to uh, be getting the right information. All right. So we want to praise God. Thank you. Anyone have any other questions or concerns or comments or whatever? God bless. God bless. We want to thank you and those that are online. We want to thank you for tuning in today. We give God the glory and the praise and the honor uh, for you being on as well. Let us share this word of God with God's people that we all may be changed and come to a place in our life that we are mature in him. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, we bless you for this word, Lord. We thank you, Lord God, that we are getting back to the basics, Lord God, that we, Lord God, um, are listening to your word, and we are going to be listeners and hearers and doers of your word. So, God, we thank you that we will be, continue to be encouragers to others as they come into our presence or we get, go into their presence. We give God the glory and we give God the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. We want to uh, talk about offering at this time. We want to give a tithe. Uh, you okay. 
Father, we thank you, Lord God, for our offering today, and we pray, Lord God, that you continue to bless us, Lord God, and as we give, you give it back to us, press down, shaking together, and running over shall men give unto our children. Those of you that are online, if you're giving today, if you would just send me a text to 770-906-0607, and just let me know how much you gave. Amen. If you're accredited to the Moon Day Bible study. Thank you all. You have a great day.